Hey, flute benders. This is Garrett here bringing you a little bonus tomahawk. Um, recording this on a Sunday morning, you might be able to hear some church bells in the background. I wanted to do a quick intro to this episode because uh, what Dan and I are planning is to put together a Patreon soon. Um, we've been doing this for six, almost seven years now, um, over 150 episodes, and uh, we feel like we've built a nice little audience, and we want to keep building that audience. Um, we want to keep building new equipment. We want to be able to put out more content. We've been a bi-weekly show for the last six, seven years. We'd like to be a weekly show, but we need to find a way to make all of those things kind of happen together, and the only way we can do that uh, is to ask you for some money. <laughs> Um, so uh, what we're doing is putting together a Patreon. The page is not live yet, but uh, while we work on getting that set up and getting some tiers together that you guys can sign up for, we're going to do a variety of things. Um, we're going to be putting out more episodes. Uh, I think sort of the basic tier is going to be able to get you an extra episode, two extra episodes every month so that we become a weekly podcast for you. Um, and what you're about to hear is sort of our idea for what those podcasts might be, sort of these half hour to hour long bonus episodes that are more centered on um, movie news uh, as opposed to a specific movie. But, um, but we have a lot more ideas than that. Um, we're trying to put together some merch, some other things. Um, so we should have a Patreon page coming soon that we'll put links up for and let you guys know about as soon as it's live. But in the meantime, we wanted to give you kind of an idea of what you might get out of being a subscriber to our Patreon. Uh, so what we did was we put together a bonus episode that you're about to hear. It's kind of the format that we're thinking about for the new Patreon episodes. Um, please reach out to us at ilike2movie at gmail.com or on Twitter, ilike2movie, facebook.com slash ilike2movie. Let us know what you think about this. Let us know if you have things you're looking for from us, things you'd want out of a Patreon if you were to subscribe. Uh, and uh, let us know what you think. Bone Tomahawk. I like to movie movie. I like to movie movie. I like to movie movie. You like to movie. I like to movie movie. I like to movie movie. I like to movie movie. You like to movie. everyone i know what you're thinking you loaded our feed and you're like what the shit there's and i'd like to movie movie it's off schedule it's advanced they must love me and guess what we do and the reason that we love you is that we want to suck money from you and use it to buy nice things for us yes that's right we're starting a patreon and as part of this patreon we're going to be releasing a lot of bonus content but in order to be the mozzarella sticks before whatever your entree is at chili's uh we we want to give you a taste for free to appetize you so uh this is some of the content that you can expect on our Patreon. There's going to be a lot more where this came from, but uh, bonus episodes at the start, and that's what we're doing. Yeah, so free bonus episode. Hi, I'm here too. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so excited that I, I'm so excited to take your money. I know this is going to be great. I well, so I'm Garrett Smith. I'm Dan Scully. This is I Like to Movie Movie. We're going to be hopefully bringing you something like this regularly via Patreon. It's going to be a sort of uh, current movie news centered. But uh, this one's free. Show. This one's free. That's this why when you bonus. logged on, you were like. Fucking what? Yes. And th it's because we love you and we want your money. Yes. It's the hard sell. We are an appetizer at Chili's. Yes. <laughs> the meal is coming, but so and, and you're going to have to buy that. Yes. But the free part's the appetizer. Even though I worked at Chili's, they don't give out free appetizers. Yes. Well, if you knew someone who worked there, you might get some chips and salsa. Oh, all right. Very I, good. I've, it's been a long enough time that I could admit that I've pilfered a fair amount of chips and salsa <laughs> from Chili's and from in the form of donations to friends. Uh -huh. So I'm sorry, Bill.
Did you? How do you do that? Is it like a bag of chips that you give out? There's like a chip heater yeah. that is just constantly filled with tortillas, and you just pull them out Whoa. with a scoop, and then get some salsa. Is that how that always it? Like that even if lovely. I'm like at like a like uh, a Mexican restaurant in the city, you it think depends. Have a big chip tower. This is a chip tower, but it's like they buy. They're already made chips, and then they deep fry the chips yeah, and okay. throw them in there so yeah. that they're warm. They yeah. Throw a little salt on them, okay. and then they're just in there. And whoever has the side work of cleaning the chip tower at the end of the yeah, night yeah, yeah. is like the bitch of the night. Okay. Like anyone who sucked, that's the job you get because it's just like it's oily and garbage. Stuff? It's oily. Yeah. It's gross. You can't do it without breaking out for a week. It's disgusting. <sighs> but that's just the way. But the chips. Magnifique. Fair they enough. are, yeah, it's good stuff. Bonus content, baby. <laughs> Bonus content. <laughs> but if you get a place that fries like like uh, soft tortillas and turns them uh-huh. phenomenal, I had a taco today at El Fuego, yes. and the shell was what really sold me. It was fin- mm-hmm. it was like Chipotle, but you know the promise of Chipotle that it doesn't always live up to. It was, uh-huh. it was really good. I and like hey, that. I love Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, well, so for our bonus <laughs> that's episode, what's going today, on? That's, that's good. <laughs> We're going to be talking about this is what it should be: it should mid be quality dining restaurants. I think. Yeah, yeah right? like having a little more fun. But what I want to say is, we're joined by uh, Butter with That's Tori Potenza Hello. for this bonus episode, and my partner who also lives in my house. Yep, that, that's me. Glad you're here. I just moved from the bedroom to the <laughs> podcast room. Yep. Well, tell us, uh, you are responsible for the thing that Garrett doesn't even know I'm about to talk about, but he involuntarily grabbed right now, and it is Godzilla from, you said it was Godzilla versus Destroya? That's yes. correct. Uh, this, uh, you were responsible for this. Would you like to I tell am. a little story? Uh, well, I mean, when we saw, yeah, I mean, we saw, we watched a lot of Godzilla movies last year and Destroya was one of the ones that really stuck out for us. And not only is Destroya a really cool, like kaiju monster for him to fight, but you get like atomic flaming Godzilla, which is the the craziest shit. The red fire Godzilla, who's my favorite Godzilla. I love, this is probably my favorite Godzilla movie. I love these NECA action figures. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been dying to get one, and this is the one I wanted and for my birthday. Tori got it for me. Here, also, by the way, I just <laughs> I completely ruined this gift for myself. Th- oh, no. Thanks to none other than, you, you. if I told you to take a wild guess, you'd probably guess correctly, Alex Perlman. Oh, nice. He texted me yesterday from, like, uh, the Walgreens around the corner from his house a picture of this Godzilla. That's he, a Walgreens gift? And he was like, this is 20 bucks. Do you want it? And I was like, Oh, I do want it. And then remembered that like my birthday is coming up and I had to like show it to Tor- show my phone to Tori and go like, can, can I have Alex buy this for me? And she was like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, and I like stared at it for a while too. Cause I almost got you the flaming Godzilla from the new movie. There's another version uh, of this, but I knew, from King of the I knew you'd yeah. appreciate this more. And yes. so I was looking at it. I was like, oh fuck, it says destroy on it. Like, yeah. 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 That's crazy that they sell Godzilla at Walgreens. I know that's so really fantastic. Apparently, this is like a, a Target al- sells a ton of NECA t- stuff Target, too. I think Walgreens, yeah, like Walmart, like apparently a NECA must have just got like a big like licensing deal or something. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Well, because kids who grew up with uh, with action figures, we all have jobs now. I we're know. like independently wealthy kids of more our than own ever. That I think we're trying to like. So get we're into buying action stuff, figures again. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever owned in my entire life. I've never smiled as big, <laughs> as big as I smiled when it came out of a box last night. 
And, uh, and like I said, before we were even talking about this, when I was just leading up to it and rambling, Garrett was, I, I want to take you here, audience. Garrett <laughs> was reaching up to where it was on its perch and bringing it down to silently admire it. Yes. Only to be surprised that that would be the topic of conversation. I've just been casually displaying it to both <laughs> Dan and Tori as we talk about I it. I like that his tail fins up yes. to his spine fins, mm-hmm. they fade in color to the fire orange, I much know. like in the movie. But I love that it suggests that he can, like, <laughs> and, uh, it charges up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And then he's like, Screonk, and a bunch of fire comes out of his face. It's so good. I, I love, love that that's the official Godzilla spelling Scree-onk. of what he says is Screonk. Amazing. It's, it's like best. Snicked is Wolverine's yep. claws. <laughs> uh, it's always Snicked, bub. Dude, and, uh, it made me laugh so hard the first time I read a Godzilla comic and it said Screonk for his roar. I just like, I like involuntarily laughed. I was like, yeah, I guess that's what that sound is. Like, of course it's Screonk. Thinking that, like, oh, I've made an ironic discovery that no one else knows about. No, now I'm on our Godzilla. Everybody knows about Screonk. Oh, yeah. Every Godzilla fan Screonks. They all know about it. <laughs> and it rules, but it, it really is the perfect onomatopoeia it's, it's, for it's exactly his what his yeah. Yep. Yeah. I learned, actually, when I worked at Chili's, yeah. uh, with the back of house staff, most of you who were from Mexico and Guatemala, I learned that animals make different noises in different languages. For example, yes. Wait, we what? say cock-a-doodle-doo oh, is what a rooster yeah. says. And for most of the back of house staff, they uh, roosters say kiki kidi. <laughs> okay. And I, there was a couple more, but that that in fascinated me. S- in Sweden, because m- my dad lives there, um, is uh, opposed to oink oink for pigs. It's erf erf. <laughs> <laughs> I like it better. Erf, erf, erf. Erf, yeah, erf. I think that's better. It's so good. Okay, that's I a need bit- to reveal to you guys how incredibly dumb I am. I swear I thought what you meant when you said <laughs> that animals make different Please noises. Don't say this. Different, I they swear speak different languages. I, I swear I thought you meant that we figured out that we somehow through science have determined that when a dog oh, barks man. in Japan, it's a different bark than when a dog barks in America. They have proved accents. Okay, they dogs have? bark with okay, with different right. accents in uh, different okay, areas. So, I'm so not you're not completely stupid. stupid no. You guys. You're mostly stupid. Yeah, you're, yeah, no, yeah. You're now I want to find a dog with a French accent. That sounds <laughs> yeah. like the best thing. Le wolf. <laughs> Le wolf. Although, where did like, Bow Wow come from? What are you talking from? about, Dan? I was like... <laughs> <laughs> We're get, I told you I'm getting real into conspiracy <laughs> theories, man. It's my new favorite genre because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Genre of theories? or of theories, <laughs> theories as entertainment. Mm. Yeah. I just like them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're the great. The people that get into them, are so, it's, it's weird, and but... When someone really defends the hell out of a conspiracy theory <laughs> and pieces together whatever just anecdotal information they can to create this wobbly structure, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful sight to behold. I love it. I yeah. love yeah. the stories. Uh, it's so much fun, but I have yet to see one where I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, it's never happened. And I said this on the episode we recorded earlier. My favorite conspiracy theory I've stumbled across is that John, John F. Kennedy's head just exploded that day. Nobody shot him. He just had an exploding head. Perfect. I, oh, it's perfect. But you know, just a random that's what's going on in my life. <laughs> no, but I was in Dallas, Texas, for a conference a couple years ago, and I went to the JFK Museum there. And as soon as we walk outside, there's a dude with like maps and pictures <laughs> and like pamphlets he's holding out about whatever his JFK conspiracy theory he's was. That truth life. My teacher is just like, oh my God, I need to get these kids out of here. What the fuck? <laughs> That's incredible. I want to talk to that guy and I want to pitch him so hard. I'm going to be like, this is all great information, but what if, <laughs> mind a little, what if his head just did that? <laughs> what do you think? 
And he would probably rip up his brochure and be like, you're on to something, yep. boy. Yeah. And he'd call me boy. And then <laughs> it would be, be ridiculous. So oh, we were right. the initial yeah. intention of this freewheeling silly episode was to talk about movie news. So yeah. we each picked up an article yes, we did. silently to talk about what's going on this week in movies. We did. Uh, I'll start. Uh, how's that sound? Yeah, that yeah, sound yeah. Right? So because this has been the big thing, the movie news of today, the day we're recording this, is there are... Uh, Set photos from Matt Reeves' The Batman. I saw these. Have you guys oh, yes. seen these? I just mm. saw them. Uh, so I don't think it's Pattinson in the costume. I've, I've only seen the motorcycle guy. That's what I've seen, the motorcycle okay. guy. Yeah. I believe it's like a stunt guy yeah. riding that motorcycle. He has the dimple chin. Yes, Pattinson he does. doesn't have that. But Because mm. when I first saw it, I was like, is that freaking Affleck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, uh, he's also got dots on his face, which is what makes me definitely think it's probably a stunt guy. Oh, they're going to map so him on it, yeah. Make it look more like Pattinson in post. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about. So the one thing we really get out of these pictures that I, I think is interesting to me is a look at a very interesting bat costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, in I fact, think it's specific to riding. I do. It might be. Here's what I think. For it's one, different than the one in the other photos. Yes, the other one was made of leather. It had yep. stitching. Mm-hmm. It was a. It was a. It was much more of a costume. This feels like armor. I think this is going into Battle Batman. I've got two things on this. One, as soon as I saw it, all I could think was, I am wearing hockey pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, what is that? That's uh, in The Dark Knight. He says, the only difference between you and me is I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> so I don't the remember this Batmans. at all. Remember in the beginning, oh, yeah. there's all the fake Batmans? I haven't seen Batmans. that movie in, in such a long time. Okay, oh, I would like to watch there's that like a There's like a chubby Batman that he like he like he pins against a wall, and chubby Batman's like, what's the about difference that? between you and me? And he's like, I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> and as soon as I saw that picture, that was immediately what I thought of was, I am wearing hockey pants. That's very funny, yeah. Uh, but I really like the helmet. I think the ears are a very interesting size. Yep. They, of course, were probably going to give us ears that were somehow slightly a different size than we've I think ever in the other one, they're much before. bigger. I, I do presume too. that they're going to be bigger. I think we're going to get a very detective-heavy Batman movie, and Detective Batman usually has tall-ass fucking ears, baby. Give me oh, yeah. big bad ears. Is that a thing? His ears are different sizes? Oh, when... uh, different well, look at Adam West Batman. Yeah. They're just little uh, tiny ridges. Yes. And then you compare... Like the functional ears of mm. Christian Bale's yep. to yep. the performative ears of Michael Keaton's. Yeah, yep. you know they all have like a and, and different the, artists have always depicted his ears in different ways. It, been, yeah, it's only the cinematic yeah. interpretation that deems them functionality. Right. Yeah. You know, before it was just an artistic yeah. choice. But yeah, now so we got to explain like, shit. And yeah. we know yeah. there's going to be a reveal because the first Batman photos they did not show the ears; they showed right. everything else and not the ears. Yeah. So fascinating. I think, I think it's going to be the be big hooked ears. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, now here's what I think maybe about what we're seeing in the because people have been making fun of the the bat costume okay. on the the bike specifically just because it looks a little goofy. But I like the bike a lot. I think the bike is very cool, and the costume makes sense to me because what I've also heard is supposedly this will be a very early Batman career story. Okay. Like apparently mm. they might specify. It as like this is his second year as Batman. Like oh, they okay. might like really get. Oh, I think I saw about that it. in the news. Yeah. And so a, it would make sense to me that that means he's probably not going to have the highest tech bat suit. Yeah. That yeah. we could imagine, right? Uh, the other thing is, um, uh, Greg Capullo is um a Batman artist who's been working on Batman for the past couple years with Scott Snyder. Um, he did some very good runs on Batman that I like a lot. Uh, in particular, he uh, they worked on something early on in their Batman run called um the Court of Owls okay. that I really like. It's a very interesting Batman story. But anyway. Uh, one of the ways that they have uh, drawn Batman a couple of times is they've given him a very similar bat cycle and like this very like tactical sleeveless like oh, yeah I know what you're talking like about like yeah, Batman yeah. kind of like it's like specifically for sort of like 
like off-roading on a motorcycle, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like this very tactical mm. bet. And I kind but of still bet. I kind of think this is like some sort of marriage of that. That this is I like think so too. young, early career, very tactical, very practical Batman. Mm. I think is probably what they're trying to do. I was hoping depict. you were gonna come up with one more Ictical? tactical. Yeah, rhyme. yeah, yeah. Very tactical, tactical. very practical, <laughs> very Sumptuactical. Yeah. yeah. Pop- <laughs> very patents and tactical. Yeah, yeah. Very popsicle. Yeah, yeah. Uh very uh yeah, yeah, get that. Particles. Particles. Very Brangus <laughs> Frank Brangiston. Uh yeah, so I, I don't know any uh, I like the bike. I think the bike is so cool. cool. It's like evocative it's of the Adam bit of West. The bad on the front. A little bit of the bad, but it's like it has that sort of sixties feel, yeah. but it still matches the idea of something being practical mm. and tactical. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and but now it's fantastical. Ah, there you uh, go. It, does, it doesn't have act, uh, mm-hmm. but whatever. I'm being a stickler <laughs> about letter placement. <laughs> it's the thing that pisses me off about Brett Favre, just in a smaller <laughs> sense. It's fucking. It's fa- uh-huh. favor Favre it. or Favre. You change the spelling. It's just not how words work, bro. <laughs> I don't care if that you're a football player. That's not how words work. Make a decision. <laughs> change the pronunciation of the spelling. I'm not buying Wranglers until you make a decision. <laughs> Uh, no, but I think that the uh, that the bike looks very practical yeah. and stylish. Yeah. I've always said that, you know, I love the the Nolan Batman. Uh, mm. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. But Batman Returns always wins for me because yeah. the idea of Batman in the real world is inherently disinteresting yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. The real world can't hold a Batman. Mm. <laughs> so just to have Batman, you need to have that fantastical edge. Yeah. And you can lean into it too hard, Batman and Robin, yeah. or you can try and walk the line. And I this shows signs of walking the line, and that really enchants mm. me. And I feel like Nolan's movies even almost prove that, right? Because by the time you get to the third one, they do have to dip into some sort of fantasticality to even yeah, like just really to k- sustain keep working, it. you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah that I, third one is, is re- it goes a little beyond reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got the flying car. Yeah. He burns the bridge exactly. in a bad signal yeah, yeah. Yeah. when he has I, no time. <laughs> right, yeah. I like that movie, but it, it, do, it's it, a know, great movie. It, it bends more towards fan being fantastical than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, the thing I'm most interested in is whether this is going to turn out to be a The Long Halloween adaptation, which is one of my favorite I hope. books. That um, means we'll get a, a big screen Solomon Grundy. So I know. <laughs> I would that, it love would be to so see crazy. that. Uh, yeah. So I did not notice this in the photos that I saw, but I did read on, I'm pulling this from a Slash Films article that they put out today, okay. that um, in some of the photos, per- people have noticed there appear to be jack-o'-lanterns around, <sighs> which would Whoa. tend to lean well. towards the long Halloween storyline. So. What if it means they're somehow pulling a crossover with Green Goblin? Uh, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Get away from me, Gobby. Yeah. He has to call him Gobby the way Gobby. Toby Because uh-huh. remember Toby Maguire would call yeah. him Gobby and you'd be like, you're not so badass anymore, <laughs> Spidey. I uh, I want to make sure we do Let this. Let the adults talk, Gobby. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure we do this when we Scree-onk. do this, by the way. That, uh, these, uh, this did come from SlashFilm.com and it was from an article by, and I'm really sorry, but I don't think I know how to pronounce her name appropriately, Hoytran Boy? B? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I do not know how to appropriately pronounce her name and I feel bad about that. Um, but uh, she is a writer that I follow uh, on the interwebs on the uh, Twitter. Uh, but yeah, so I want to make sure we uh, credit people while we do this too. I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. The Batman. What else we got? Um, this one I just stumbled across now because somebody on Facebook shared it. So it does sort of have that realm to mm. it. It's from nerdbot.com. <laughs> okay. But I did check it up, and it seems like this has been in talks for a while. Uh, the word on Kung Fu Hustle 2. Oh, okay. And so, but it's been something that Stephen yeah. Chow has talked I about know a while. I he's talked about this over But years. apparently at an audience Q&A in, and I'm going to screw up the pronouncing, Guangzhou, Hong Kong. Okay. For his premiere of King of Comedy. 
Uh, he said that they that it is happening. Oh. Um, he said uh, uh, that it wouldn't be a sequel, but it would be a modern day kung fu movie in the style of kung Whoa, fu hustle. Interesting. And uh, have you seen kung fu hustle, Tori? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, we love own it, it, so we should watch it sometime. Oh, cool! It's a fucking blast. Sweet. Yeah. So I don't think it's like being made yet, right. but apparently it's he like is doing go. it. He's mm-hmm. trying to do it. But whether this news is valid or not, uh, I want to talk about that idea. Yeah. A modern kung fu, the concept of a modern kung fu movie first is interesting to yes. me. Mm. And then to do that kung fu hustle style so feels like, very like what we do in the shadows to me almost. You know? Yeah, it's, it's well, super like, cool. A modern kung fu movie does exist, right? Like like what do we think that the raid. is? The raid. Right, that's what mm. I was going to say. Is like I think the raid movies are mm. some you know sort of what adjacent was the one, to uh, that. Um, the night Oh, the night comes for night us. Comes the first. Timo Timahin movie. Timo Tahanto. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to say his name either. <laughs> We're just so fucking up words. Uh, but um, uh, you know, I guess like um, the Protector, like Tony Jaw movies. I guess are. Pro- I guess. Oh, um, anything post Ong Bak. We're sort of talking about modern martial arts movies, I guess. But I yeah. assume that's probably what he means. Although he is probably speaking specifically to, to kung fu. But I. I yeah, I, it, there is sort of a tradition of modern kung fu, but they are, I think, very different from the kind of movie that Kung Fu Hustle was trying to be, which was a very classical kung fu movie. It's yeah, it's what we would dismissively and incorrectly refer to as a chopsaki movie, right? Yeah, and um, yeah, and it it does that. So I'd be very interested to see like what he means by modern kung fu movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and what he wants, and then how he mm-hmm. wants to turn that into Looney Tunes, because so. When kung I think Fu a hustle. lot of kung fu, I think a lot of post kung fu hustle movies though are almost inspired by kung fu hustle yeah, in ways. Yeah, that's true. There's a silliness to that that pops up in kung fu movies to a degree to post a degree. that because it is very stylish and yeah. kung fu doesn't have to be set in reality. All the wuxia movies and all right. that they they are heightened. So to heighten it to the point of comedy is not that much of a stretch. That's true. It's just his flavor that we like. Yeah. Stephen Chow's flavor. Yeah. It's so, yeah. so Kung Fu Hustle is like, it's a classical Kung Fu movie, but it's like also almost literally a Looney Tunes cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's like people will run really fast and their legs will spin around their body and dirt will come up while they do that. You know what I That's mean? That's so it's like, crazy. It's There's really dance wild. numbers. There's a guy who like morphs into a frog and ribbits at you. Whoa. Uh, oh my god! Really, but it's like it's cool. But the kung that's fu so, in it is yeah. legitimately awesome and great yeah. too, because he's like a really good martial artist. Mm-hmm. That's like Stephen Chow is this like, he, he. I mean, he's a little bit like a Jackie Chan. He's a Jackie figure, Chan, but know? he's less of a. It's like a more refined theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. have that like punk rock sensibility. Yeah, yeah. But it's like like there's a character who's just a like a landlord lady, mm-hmm. and her superpower is she just sucks down an entire cigarette and roars. Yeah. Wow. And then people have to like fight against Amazing. it. It's and but it's done in a silly way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like cuz that's something that would totally exist in, you know, if you that flying guillotine has yeah. weird mm-hmm. shit in it. Yeah. And so that would exist there fine, but he just does it in a Looney Tunes way, I think. Yeah, right, yeah, is the way, think, is the way right? to say it. That's yeah. like kind of what it is. But the <laughs> other one you mentioned too is even like the uh, the night comes for us. Uh, Pretty high. And and that was like a splatter movie on yeah. top yeah. of being yeah, a kung yeah. fu movie. So it's like interesting, like com- using kung fu like to do other genre y things. Right. Yeah. As yeah. Sort of like a base palette for sort of like a yeah. larger like uh, mm-hmm. genre. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm. That sounds exciting. I, I hope it happens. I hope he does it. And I feel like because he's a dude who makes tons of movies. Yeah. They mentioned The Mermaid too. That's the first I've heard of The Mermaid. <laughs> so I hear but, The Mermaid is great. I, and he makes good stuff, and yeah. we just never get it. But Kung Fu Hustle yeah. was like the one that hit, it hit like it on the yeah. shoulders of Shaolin, Shaolin soccer, soccer, which kind of caught, yeah. which is very funny. It's Kung Fu soccer. 
superpowers. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's so wild. Yeah. But yeah, I, I hope that that news is true, and I think it's a really cool idea, and I just want to know what that looks oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. For sure. Uh, who, who, who is the uh, author on the article that you pulled that from, Dan? Do you have that? Just so that we uh, get that out into the world. So that shared I... by Dalvin Carota. <laughs> I'm going to screw up his name. I'm just not going to say it. Thanks, Dalvin. Uh, so uh, it's written by Brianna Ceballos, <laughs> which might be a mispronunciation. Too. We're going to be great at this. Book. But yeah, so at a Q&A, he spoke as if it was definitely happening. Yeah, we actually have an extra tier of our Patreon where uh, you can be uh, a translator for us and uh, yeah. <laughs> help us pronounce things correctly. We pay you for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tori, what's your uh, what's your headline? So mine comes from Cinema Blend, and it's by Dirk Libby. Um, so thanks, Dirk, uh, for having a pronounceable <laughs> name. No, that's rude. Of it's me. still weird, yeah. but it's pronounceable. Yeah. No offense. Uh, but uh, so everyone, I'm assuming, knows about the crazy Nick Cage is making a movie about himself. Thing. I uh, have heard about this. What is that movie called? The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. <laughs> That's incredible. Which is an amazing name anyway. Uh-huh. Yep. And Can so you like, say it in his voice? Oh, no, the I can't. The Unbearable Weight of Massive <laughs> Talent. <laughs> I'm more of a talent protector. <laughs> um, but it's like weird enough where we're living in this time where like now Nick Cage like is just like parodying himself and like making fun of all this stuff. But the news that I saw that came out today is that um, he's going to be recreating some of his classic scenes from some early films he did. <sighs> and the two that they mentioned in the article are Con Air and Face Off. Oh my God, that delights me so much. Crazy. Like of the, of the movies like yeah. to recreate create stuff oh, yeah. from like it's hilarious to me that it's those. I hope they do his opening scene in Face Off where he's the priest and he feels up the singers and gets all oh, weird. Oh my god. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's horrifying. And and I, <laughs> I would love to see him do that as an old creepy man. <laughs> I've oh, like man. I've loosely heard that this movie is about the actor Nicolas Cage trying to get a role in a new Tarantino movie. Incredible. But then what I've heard is that it somehow in order to get this role, he gets roped up in a like big time kidnapping scheme where he's got to go to like South America and rescue somebody's daughter or something. Incredible. Sounds huh. like a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> yes. It's, it's literally Nick Cage starring in a Nick Cage movie. This is you know adaptation what I mean? like, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's too, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, everything about that. Oh, my that God. Is... Can you imagine if they recreate a scene from Adaptation <laughs> in this movie? Because Adaptation has a scene where they recreate a scene oh God. from being John Malkovich in Adaptation. They no, my mind would literally explode. <laughs> like, there's no way. I'm sorry. You become color out no, of space. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> he, he has a quote in there, too, where yeah. he just talks about, like, He's like, yeah, it's like really weird talking about yourself in the third person. I'm like, is it though? You no, kind not, of, Nick. you kind of no, seem like not, a dude Nick. that does that shit. Yeah. First off, and yeah. then he's like, mentions it, and is like, oh, it's like the like walking into the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, uh, and you're just like, dude, like you just always want to drop those things. He loves like, talking about German expressionism. It's, it's all so heard funny. Him talk about for the last like three years. The thing is though, is it performative or is he someone who, because of his circumstances, has been able to live a relatively unfiltered, in terms of interests, mm. life? I know. And so it might just be fucking weird. Yeah. I do kind of think he's just. He's fucking weird. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the the plot 
of it was, but there was a video online of him stopping a drunken fight between some 1980s oh rock star. It's like Brett Michaels. Not Brett yeah. Michaels, but something like that. That's like, of course, Nick Cage hangs out with him in <laughs> Vegas. But it's him just being like, dude, give it a rest, man. We don't need this. It's like it, It's the best. And I'm like, I think he's real. I think he's real. And he's clearly fucking shit canned oh, completely yeah, yeah. just done yeah but yeah oh his outfit because we saw colorado space and right after it there was an interview with like him and the director yeah. and the I fucking outfit the he walks out in it's like this very tight leather jacket with studs <laughs> but then he turns around to get in his chair and there's a giant fucking butterfly on the back yeah. i was like what the fuck I is this eagle dragon motorcycle <laughs> nope. flame i never would have nope. gotten a butterfly like That's embroidered insane. butterfly yeah. but it yeah. makes perfect sense it's the correct answer yep. of yeah. course it is i love him uh, yeah i uh i did not get the big screen experience for that movie and i really <laughs> regret it because that was there was a portion of that movie that I was just sitting there with a fist in the air, mm-hmm. just going, ah, yep. and just a sustained, yeah. like, horror noise. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't It was a scream, but it was just, I was tapped into this fucking it horrifying thing. Sounds like the thing. appropriate reaction to yeah, a Lovecraft adaptation. Just, yeah. I'm really trying to hold on to that one in my brain, because I want to make sure I revisit it again by the end of the year. <laughs> Because it was a really strong opening to 2020 movie. Yeah. Dude, it's got my Lose Award this year you know? because yeah. it's just, it's fucking strange. Yeah. And yeah. I dig it. Yeah. It's oh, great. It's so great. I want to I wanna make sure to remember to revisit that one. Best of line when he comes to the door and he's all fucked up and he's tired about the story. He goes, you know, life in the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the best delivery. Oh, and no one else could do it. I forget someone, I don't know who it was on Twitter said something to the effect when it first came out of the criticism of the movie is, oh, he's just doing Nick Cage again. Right. And he said, my response to that is, if any other actor was playing it, you know the director would have been like, in this scene, essentially you got to do like a Nick Cage sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's very accurate. Yeah. And I think it's very telling. That's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, that was... I also uh, think that his performance in that movie is much better than people give it credit for because yeah. uh, he has many times done movies where he's just full cage that's what you get that's what he's given you that's why we like going to the movies that's the reason wicker man is a popular movie because it's full cage full the cage. whole movie in a cage yeah full cage whole movie he really go- he gives that character an arc of becoming full cage Do oh, you know yeah. what i mean it's like mm. you really watch him go I mean, watching him play a quote-unquote normal dad, there is something inherently a little bit funny so about weird. that in the first place. I think that's us, though. I know, it is. I think that's it more us, us than the movie. I think he is doing, like, he's good at that, and, like, be- is good enough at that where it really is an arc where you watch this guy completely transform mm. into, like, a mm. different, nearly unrecognizable man, right? It's like, mm. and, and I think that is, like... That's actually the power of him as an actor is what he's able to do there. It's not that he can be crazy cage. That's it's awesome that he can. Yeah. It's why we like him, but it's like it's that he can make me believe that a grounded human can become that, right? I would well, say and it that... makes sense for a Lovecraft character yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. you think of like the people he was actually writing about, and they all like in my head, I just pictured these like sickly thin like men from New England yeah. who are wearing like suits and they're like scholars and shit, and they're losing their minds yeah. in a very like polite way. And I'm like, I don't know if that's like actually accurate. I feel like any. I've not read a lot of Lovecraft. I'm yeah. sure you've read a lot more than I have. The uh, but everyone always seemed to be in the form of someone relating a story of someone who found out. 
yep. that there's more to reality than your brain has the capacity to to reckon with. Yep. And now that you've witnessed it, you're functionally insane to some degree. Mm-hmm. And like that is that is what Nick Cage's thing yeah. is in the most purest essence. Yeah. It's just madness. True. I just remembered my favorite line from the movie, by the way, and I think I have it right. Tell me if I'm wrong. When uh, uh, what's what's the main guy's name? Uh, the the water hydro the his his title is oh, hydrologist. Right? Yeah, he's a hydrologist. Hi- I forget his name. Like I think that? it's something like that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so he he like shows up towards the end. And it's when Nick Cage has already gone totally nuts. Yeah. And he's doing, he's doing Trump voice. voice. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy shows up and he's like he's like hi it's me or whatever. He goes oh yeah it's you the podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You're right. Completely Just calls nuts. him the wrong thing. It's so funny. There was a point, and I don't want to spoil anything, but I'll just say the point where the visuals zoom into the eye and reveal that there there was a point where I started to feel that madness, and I just could mm. not believe uh-huh. that I was watching that happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point where the... That point there is the point where it dropped the ball, where it chapter two dropped the ball, yeah. where they needed to soar, and they just shat the bed. And I like those movies, but they shat the bed in the cosmic essence. Yeah, yeah. And that, like... That, like didn't quite get there, but it kissed it, it's, and yeah, it was yeah. mm, beautiful. I feel, that's yeah. that's how it's done. It is. It is. So Kudos to Stanley. I don't want to go too much longer. I think the idea of these should be like pretty. They're pretty tight. short. We're about thirty minutes now. But yeah, you guys have to pay more money. <laughs> yeah. And I want to say this: the reason that we're doing the Patreon is because we love you, and because we love yes. you, we want to collect all of your money. That's <laughs> the point of this. We should repeat that every single time. Yeah, I think. every time for sure. Mm-hmm. Make sure we drive that. We home. just we want to drive the point home that we are so grateful for what you do, Which and we would be more grateful if pockets. you gave us money. Yes. So give us money. Uh, but here's what I wanted to say. Can't spell Patreon without pay, pay motherfucker. in my pocket. Yeah, that too. Yeah. The, if you can't spell both, all of them without elements that they all share is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give us your money. <laughs> give us your money. Because we're going to like uh, really quick, just for a minute, let's talk about some movies we really liked that we oh, just yeah. saw. Because you had one you wanted to talk about. Dude, I was blown the fuck away by The Assistant. You got to see The okay, Assistant. Okay, this is like a thriller. Oh, I want to see that. Right so, it's a thriller, and it's it's one of those. And I was talking to Jill about it last night. About and Jill was like, based on the ad, I felt like it might be one of those like two on the nose things. Because yeah. the reviews were like, it's the first post Me Too movie and all that. Okay, okay. And it totally is. But yeah. like, it's not necessarily more appropriate. There's a quote in one of the trailers, and I, I don't know who to attribute it to, and I'm sorry, but it was like, it's discrimination by a thousand cuts. Okay. And it's literally a day in the life of this woman who is an assistant to a, we assume like a Weinstein-style character, mm. yeah. but we never see him. Oh. He's, we never see him. Sometimes we hear him on the phone, and it's just her going throughout the day and being a woman in an office, lowest on the totem pole, under the tyrannical edge of an essential monster. Yeah. And it's just one day in the life. And it's very meek. It's very small. Nothing big or th- almost nothing happens. And it works. Oh, cool. Ooh, it's so good. And it's just, it's a monster. It's like a monster movie. Yeah. But it's mm. a very real thing. And it just plays it all so honestly and plays up the horror of that in a movie that is just so thrilling. And the direction is impeccable oh they do a thing where anyone who's above her in rank like we only see them from the shoulders down there's like small choices like that but they're not gaudy yeah it's very small but you'll love it it's it's phenomenal you gotta see it yeah i loved it and i want to get the director's name what is her name gonna already start writing shit down so i don't forget about it before the end of the year that sounds good it's so good and it's like i think it's like 88 minutes long oh now it sounds perfect Mm mm-hmm 
so that is my big recommendation. I just I was blown away. Uh, written and directed by Kitty Green. Kitty Green, okay. Kitty Green, and she did that movie on Netflix called Casting John Bonet. So the oh. point being, she's weird. She's doing interesting shit, yeah. and the assistant is very, very, very good. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, I, I loved right. it. Best thing I've seen this year. I'd like to see it. Even though it's February. Tori and I woke up the other day because she had to watch a movie for her mm-hmm. podcast that she was recording that night, and we had to squeeze a movie in, so mm-hmm. it's 6 in the morning. We watched Commando, which neither of us had ever seen, and it was the most fun I've had watching a movie in a very long time. I fucking loved everything about Commando. Mm-hmm. Commando is genuinely really funny. Without being, without like a, like it, it, I guess it is, it literally exclusively is full of one-liners, mm-hmm. none of which are very good, but it's like, I feel like that movie is so, it's just like, yeah, this movie, it's cocaine. This movie is cocaine. It's a pile oh, of cocaine. Yeah. We know it's a 1980s, pile of cocaine. 1980s, America. It's like, Fuck yeah. yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like, it knows how ridiculous it is and is just leaning into being as ridiculous as possible at all times. Like there's that scene where Arnold goes to like get into the passenger seat of a car and just rips the passenger seat out before sitting in the car. Which, by the way, he then gets into the driver's seat of that car and drives it without needing to move the seat. He fits in it fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, That's just, amazing. It's, it's awesome. He lifts a whole telephone booth <laughs> with a man inside of it up over top of his head. It's and then a, a bunch of security this. guards jump him and he throws all of them into the air, like <laughs> off of him. All of this happens in like 10 seconds. Dude, it's amazing. I need to watch this again. It's probably been 15 years. I'm not kidding. Crazy. Every second of the movie is like, this is bananas. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's so wild. You're meant to believe time. that he smelled the villains <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, he heard them. That's awesome. And then he reveals that, like, he could smell them. I was like, what the fuck? He's John fuck? Matrix. Yes. <laughs> By the way, which means he's also a colonel in the army. Colonel so, Joe, yeah. So colonel. He's constantly having to say that his name is <laughs> Colonel Matrix. Two words that his mouth Colonel Matrix. I can't do an impression of him doing it. Colonel Matrix. Lamentation of the women. Oh, here we go. The impression can't do it. It's ridiculous. That's the that's the high water mark for if you can get the diction of lamentation of the women, then you got your you got it down. Go there for the base for the impression. Dude, it is such a great movie. That awesome Steam Bennett. Yeah. Well, because back then when he he didn't know English fully yet, the whole appeal of of Schwarzenegger was quite literally, wow. Look how fucking strong he is. They, <laughs> like, we the, loved him. They zoom into his like muscle in the weirdest <laughs> way. Like you just see like a part of it and then it moves to the other arm and you yeah. see that. And then he's just fucking carrying like a tree trunk. Dude. You're like, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude. And the character of Bennett is like this really weird queer coded character fuck? that at the end of the movie, I'm not the, the finale of the movie. So you, everybody, I can't wait to rewatch it with this lens. Everybody remembers the you know like let off some steam, Bennett, right? Yeah, Where he like yeah, throws yeah. the pipe from. The lead up to that is Bennett has him cornered. John Matrix has no weapons left. He's got he's defenseless, and it, and Bennett has him cornered with a loaded weapon, and Matrix convinces him. To fight him, fist like fist fight him, and it works because Bennett is so fucking turned on at the idea of having <laughs> physical contact with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. I can't wait to watch it's, it with this. Also, unreal. that's what you latch yeah, on totally to. Believe it. But they make Bennett to be like his equal, and he is the most <laughs> uh, like n- 
out of shape, like average yeah, looking dude heavy. in yeah. the world wearing the most ridiculous outfit. And I am meant to believe that Arnold can't just rip him into like two pieces. Dude, at the end of the movie, he pins Arnold against a wall and it's like looking at my dad and imagining he could somehow <laughs> pin Arnold against a wall. Do you know what I mean? My dad could pin Arnold against a <laughs> wall. Yeah, yeah. He totally couldn't. Yeah. It's maybe uh, now. Also, uh, nah, maybe not. You know the little guy from the Warriors? The Warriors? Come yeah, on. yeah. Okay, so he's also in this movie. Man, and I remember nothing. Also a scene in this movie where we're meant to believe that that guy could prevent Arnold Schwarzenegger from just totally breaking free and running away from him. Yeah. No handcuffs, nothing. He just... He's so small. He, like, walks him through an airport. He's wearing a fucking zoot suit. we're supposed to believe that, like, Arnold is doing this under duress, and it's like... Yeah, yeah. That Arnold could rip your head off. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) I mean, look how fucking strong he is. So strong. It is... Dude, it's such a wild movie. It's so fun and funny. I need to watch that again. The score... Is it like 75 minutes? Yeah, it's like 90... It's like exactly 90 (laughs) minutes. Yeah, it's perfect. The score is like... Your typical 80s, like... But then all of a sudden, just... Straight up experimental jazz fusion <laughs> saxophone steel solos. drums. Steel drums. You gotta love steel drums uh, and not for good, Austria or something. And not good steel drums. Steel drums like. Oh well, that's jungle music. It's yeah, yeah. It's yeah, someone hitting it like one time yeah, over and over again, it, dude. The 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 you know the. I, I think it really is that that's like that was our ethnocentric understanding of what jungle music oh, yeah. sounds yep. like. And jungle way, music, steel drums, the brown, see? Yeah, the, the jungle, you're, you're, and you're speaking about the jungle that you remember from the island that they go to, yeah. that they attack at the I island. believe, right? Yes. How does yes. this place, yeah. okay. this just take place in California? off the coast of California. It is, oh, yeah, yeah. It is specifically off the coast of California. It is like a... Just it's California two island. hours outside of California. Yeah. And commandos happen. Yeah. All yeah. of that shit! It's, it's like they, they, they imply that there's an island like two hours off the coast of yeah, california yeah. that has its own president it's so it's like it's people in sacramento country. are just like the fuck yeah, is yeah. going on over there in california it's, it's insane. fucking wild that's incredible i i would love to watch this it's again so much fun it's you been forever it's amazing yeah. it was a blast all bill right. i was oh bill burr has that great bit about how schwarzenegger like you trace it all back to like of course he thought he could cheat on his wife yeah, yeah. because like he did all of this shit because mm-hmm. he was strong yep. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah he lifted weights so hard yeah that's that's and that that movie is is such primal. Just that man can lift so many things <laughs> because his muscle. Look how big his muscles yeah. are. He's Let's huge. watch him kill shit. It's so funny, incredible. It's also clearly his like. Uh, Ask the loan you made Rambo. I will make my Rambo. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's very much his Rambo. Well, except in Austrian because right, he yeah. he doesn't speak English yet. Yeah yeah. So he's yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. Uh, and schnockens. Do we wrap these up the same way we wrap everything else up? Yeah, I guess we can do that. Uh, yeah. No, we should do all of the podcasts that I listen to that monetize because we yeah. want your money. Yeah. Is they do either like a different version of the song that's okay. softer or they do like a different sign off, but it's a derivative of the original. We haven't thought about this. Oh, is there yeah, something we, we can come all. up with on the spot? What can we do on the can spot? Can people pay you guys money to come up with the idea for it that you use on all of your episodes? <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. Uh, that's just a very like, good just idea. Just sell everything now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's sell everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we could, we, here's what we could do. We could sing like, you're like, you like, to a movie, movie, uh-huh. pay me. You know, when they go, movie, <laughs> they pay me. I don't know. That's an idea. Okay. I, that's that's at least how this one ends. 
Okay, you so, like to movie so movie. let's let's each Maybe. do we'll each do a you like to movie movie in the uh-huh. rhythm, and then when the third person's done, we all do the pay me okay, to great. the rhythm of movie. But if you have a better idea and you subscribe for ten dollars <laughs> first, you can come up with anything. Yeah. And short of us saying hate speech into the microphone, you fucking trolls, yeah, uh, we will do it. Yeah, so. I like it. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, so it's, I'll, I'll kick it off, okay. and we'll just go around. Yeah. So, you like to movie, movie. You like to movie, movie. You like to movie, movie. Pay, Pay me! me. <laughs>